0: Welcome to Young
1: Adult. <laughs> well, uh, what? What language is that? How hey guys. What else is doing? I hey thought guys. of someone like trying spe- to in tongues over here. Let's
2: include it. Let's include it. Let the people hear how
0: it's. To <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Kaean. Daniel. Janelle. <laughs> And as always, we're going to start off in prayer. So, Daniel, can you lead us?
1: In the name of the batteries the filio the Spirit of the Santo. Amen. amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed her thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
0: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen.
1: Saint Joseph pray for, for us. Nombre de Patricia Filio Espíritu Santo.
2: Amen. Ooh, Latin, latina, Ooh, Look at you. Hey, everyone. Giving a couple more years. Welcome to our second episode of 2022. Ooh-hoo. This episode we are going to just kind of follow up on our last episode but talk a little more into detail. This episode is about balancing our faith and our work life, especially as young adults, since a lot of us are out of school already and yes. um, or getting out of school, and we're Ooh. trying to get to that spot yep, of yep. making sure everything is balanced. So first, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to just go a little bit into what each of us does for work mm-hmm. and um, talk about how we try to, our best to balance. And feel free to to share in the comments what you do and what has been helping you. Daniel, why don't you start us off, since you are a CEO. CEO! (laughs) CEO. All
1: right, so um, I have my own business. It is called Cruise Culture. I sell parts for the Chevrolet Cruise. That's why it's called Cruise Culture. Uh, So I sell parts, uh, aftermarket parts, wheels, tires. Well, not tires, but wheels, headlights, taillights, all the other stuff. I also make merch, um, shirts, hoodies, lanyards, you name it. Uh, so I've been doing that, started in 2013, graduated in 2019, I was like, okay, let's keep going, and then I've been doing it full-time since I graduated in 2019, so um, I love it, I've uh, been doing it full-time, like I said, now for the past two or so years, and uh, that's all I do right now, so that's where I'm at. Kat?
0: For me, so as all of you probably know by now from the past episodes, I'm studying social work. My work right now is actually my field placement that I'm doing. Not gonna say where I'm at, but um, basically, I'm doing social work at a hospital and I am rotating at like all basically all of the departments where social work is at, which is basically every department ranging from neurology, oncology, pediatrics, geriatrics, which is with older adults, um, adult primary care, which is with outpatient clinic and I'm going into the emergency department and then trauma and then medical and surgery and cardiology so I'm just gonna be all over the place but when it comes to social work there's a lot of transferable skills and experiences that can work with basically any setting so most people know social work to be like those people who take away your children (laughs) or like people who are, who are known to work with foster care or, um, children. But there are actually a lot of different populations that we work with ranging from social justice to anything medical to working with, um, mental health and doing therapy actually, which is also one of my interests. So right now, um, it's basically like a part-time job of what i'm doing working at the hospital and offering emotional support grief and loss bereavement support um, offering therapeutic services um, whether it's doing a little bit of cognitive behavioral therapy for those of you who don't know that it's um, focusing on the interplay of thoughts feelings and behaviors or even just offering a reflective and listening ear because oftentimes people um, are listened to but they're not heard you know so being that voice for those who need that voice Um, so yeah social work is is a really big field it's really hard to be specific about it but my interest personally is a medical social work working in a hospital or even a hospice setting uh, mental health possibly owning a private practice one day we'll see if i get my license um so you know i'm i'm really just testing out the waters right now but that's basically my quote-unquote work
2: Mm. yeah right on right on um i am a registered nurse i currently work on a well we call it observation unit but then they changed their name to clinical decision unit but honestly we're just a COVID unit and um (laughs) Yeah, I work three 12-hour shifts, and then I have a second job to do any COVID testing or um, vaccinations. Um, And that is very rarely, though, because so many people are, like, looking for those jobs because they don't want to work in the hospital. So sometimes I'll work um, four to five days a week, but most of the time it's three a week because I like my off day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... Now that we all shared about what each and every single one of us do, let's talk about how do you guys, and we'll actually go backwards, um, how do you guys balance your faith in life, or what are your plans to make a balance this year? So I will just start off by saying that in the past year, I have actually, like, it used to be super helpful, but I think I've become so stressed with work that I stopped praying But Mm. what's beautiful is there's always a crucifix in every room because it's a Catholic hospital. Mm. And a lot of my patients are Catholic, and I wear like, um, shout out to Tiny Saints for their little saints, because Mm -hmm. I wear those around my badges. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you've given me some of them. I've actually passed them out to patients when they ask about it, and they say that they're Catholic. So I've actually purchased more as stuff to give to patients. Um, But those have been ways to try to incorporate during work. But I will be honest, I feel like if I could just take a minute out of the day, just to stand there or sit there and just close my eyes and pray and thank God for the blessings. I think that'd be a better balance. So that's something I'm trying to do for myself this year. And what I'm gonna do is um put an alarm on uh, an alarm so that like no one else hears it but me. <laughs> but an alarm for me or like a reminder on my computer screen at work to just like sit there and say a prayer. And um, besides that, one thing I am bummed about is that I work on Sundays. Like, tomorrow I'm working, so I'm going to Mass today. And, you know, Sundays should be really reserved for the Lord. Like, Sundays are a big family day for me. So that's been a struggle for me the past year when I do get scheduled on Sundays. But as uh, Father, I think it's Father Josh Johnson Johnson on his podcast said, um, I guess someone asked, like, hey, what do I do if I'm always scheduled on Sundays? So, like, try to go to Mass at another time of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, try your best to schedule around it, etc um and sorry for the background scratching guys my dog is uh, digging a hole in my carpet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so th- that's one thing i want to do um and as we mentioned in our previous episode scheduling my time for bible and eager podcast making sure i have enough time to listen it and not at the end of my day when i'm super tired and i want to sleep um set, yeah. uh, scheduling time for the rosary to not do it while i'm trying to sleep because then i'll just knock out <laughs> and mm. scheduling time for um just like making sure I actually put it down in my calendar confession instead of maybe I'll go to confession this day mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing so that's how I balance not really sure if I'm really answering the question correctly but Kat give us a little give <laughs> us a little more okay? I, I think you answered it perfectly actually
0: regarding like with um, setting aside time and actually scheduling doing the things that you want to do to improve your spiritual nourishment I would say um it, it all goes into like are you offering God your best fruits mm-hmm. or are you offering him the leftovers, oh. right? Um, I remember that was in one of the oh, episodes Cain actually. And Abel? Yeah, talking about Cain and Abel, the difference between um, the two sons of Adam and Eve. Like one of them offered the fr- the first fruits, the best fruits, as a sacrifice, while the other basically just dug something up from the ground and offered the leftovers. So. Um, I think I'm really trying to put that into practice also when it comes to my faith and, um, balancing that with my work life, because I know that, um, especially with social work, it's hard to not get caught up in what you're doing. It's really hard to not do that because oftentimes like social workers experience burnout or Mm -hmm. compassion fatigue or secondhand trauma, which is, basically where you're taking upon the experiences the suffering the pain the difficulties that the patients or the people that you're working with are also experiencing so it's hard to not feel compassion it's hard to not become numbed eventually because you're constantly enduring and experiencing and witnessing pain and suffering it's hard to see the hope and all of that so to make sure that i keep on offering god my best fruits the first fruits um i'm i am scheduling a time when i am going to do the buy one a year podcast to um set aside a time to write down notes after doing the readings along with father mike and um to reflect and meditate throughout the day what i just heard and what i learned um if there's anything that i've learned about being catholic it's that To be a disciple of Christ is to be a lifelong learner.
2: So with the
0: life that I live, with the prayer of a life that I live, how am I learning? How am I constantly seeking God, seeking Christ and all that I do? Um, Especially working with people. (laughs) You know, social work, it's it's basically the most social job you can have. Um, You're constantly around people, and sometimes it can be difficult to see Christ the people that you serve especially depending on their attitudes their mood swings um or also just the situations that they're in it can be hard to distinguish them as a person versus them as a situation so really trying to um ask the holy spirit to guide me and reveal to me how do you want me to be christ to this person and how is this person christ to me in a way of how is god revealing himself to me right now through this human being this person with an inherent dignity and worth how is this person um revealing christ to me as well you know it can be hard too because you're especially at the hospital that i'm at there tends to be a lot of traumas Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, homelessness, and a lot of people who are in poverty and low income. And sometimes the decisions that people make may not co align or go align with my own values and my own faith. But what I do know is that as a social worker, as a person, as a daughter of God, that I have a responsibility to still offer myself as a gift because they themselves are a gift even if they may not know it and they themselves have blessings in their life even if it may be hard to find it you know so i think for me it's really going deeper than the surface of um what i've already been doing the past two and a half years how am i really gonna apply my faith to my everyday life now because once I practice it now before I graduate hopefully it'll make me a better catholic <laughs> social worker in that's the future. True, that's true. So yeah, that's me. How about you, Daniel?
1: Um <clears throat> for me as a business owner, like having my own schedule, it is a big blessing and also a big cross <laughs> cuz sometimes you can feel like you're working 24/7. Sometimes you can take off work whenever you want, start work whenever you want, end work whenever you want. Um, and so for me, I always try to build that structure. Uh, and that's why I'm doing, like I mentioned in the previous uh, episode, that's why I'm doing Exodus, because uh, especially guys, we really struggle we without structure. And so that's why I'm trying to build a really solid foundation of uh, discipline, self-mastery, self-denial. Um, and so going off of that uh, and then going into work, um, really, just trying to do my best every single day. Um, I have a a verse for the for work, uh, like a shop verse and a, just a company verse. Uh, Colossians three twenty three and twenty four. Can't remember exactly how it goes, cause kind of long. But it's basically, just a reminder of like we're not working for this world, we're not working mm-hmm. for man, we're working for God. Okay. So yeah, like I was saying, uh, I have that verse. That's a, just a constant reminder. I have it on my wall, just to visibly see like who I'm working for, um, and remind myself to hold myself accountable to that. Um, I do things like I come into my work and come into the shop, and I always genuflect and I, I bow in front of a, a little statue. I have a Mary. She's holding. I have her holding a rosary, and I, I kiss the rosary every time, and I say Hail Mary. And, um, I just do the sign of the cross and I start my day and every time I leave the shop and I'm done for the day i just go back to her and kiss the rosary and then you um, usually end some sort of prayer uh, but always just starting my day with prayer I, as I wake up I always do three hail Marys before I go to sleep I always do three hail Marys um, i I think it's especially important starting the day because you want the, our blessed mother to fight any uh, temptations and mm-hmm. the demons are gonna be in your day she starts taking care of that right away as soon as you wake up so um, I always do that and then just throughout my work day talking to customers because I'm I'm always talking to customers email, DM on Instagram, whatever it would be phone calls um, and I'm pretty vocal about my the fact that I'm a Catholic business owner that I'm not just not that I'm not not to make myself special but more of like I'm Catholic, and I run a business, uh, and really putting Christ first in my business, and how I talk to people, and like trying to imagine, am I like imagine if Christ was on the other end, would He be happy how I'm talking to this person? Uh, am I representing the church well? Uh, so that's always on my heart is how I talk to people, how I treat people. Am I being an arm or leg of Christ's mystical body? Am I being a true member of His church? And um, you know, you don't have to go around evangelizing, but. Just loving people, giving them the truth, treating them well with, uh, treating them with, with respect and dignity and love. Um, I always try to carry that every single day in my work, and um, just again reminding. Uh, Janelle had talked, I think, in the last episode or this episode, kind of like, our our vocation, not our work. Like for her, her vocation is not being a nurse. Her vocation is being a child of God. And uh, for me, I had relied so much on like, every, and all my friends would be, oh yeah, Daniel Cruise Culture owner or CEO, like, and I put so much of my worth into that, and I realized like that's this is not that's not it. Like my worth is in being a child of God first and foremost, and loving my neighbor, loving loving those around me. So um, yeah, just reminding yourself like your work doesn't define you, um, and you don't need to bring your work home either. Who what defines you is the fact that you're a child of God. Baptized Catholic and you know, follow those baptismal vows every single day. So, amen.
0: Yeah, just something to bounce off of what Daniel just said it's really dangerous when we place our worth in our productivity, mm-hmm. it's really mm. dangerous to do that. Um, as someone who studies therapy. I know that there are a lot of clients who struggle with a sense of worthlessness and hopelessness because sometimes they may not be as productive as society tells them to be or tells us to be, right? Mm -hmm. And when we don't portray that kind of productivity, it can make us depressed, anxious, it can just lead to different mental illnesses or not even mental illnesses. It could just lead to different states in our life that we don't want to be in you know it can isolate us from people around us because we compare ourselves to them but no matter what work you're in whether you're CEO like Daniel whether you're a nurse like Janelle whether you're a social worker like me or whether you're in any other occupation that is not your worth your worth is not your productivity your worth is belonging and place in God alone and when we recognize that, I feel like that'll help us and motivate us to be better workers or do better in the vocations that, we, that we're in, so. Uh,
2: two last things I want to say after listening to Can and Daniel is first, we want to look at the Book of Job. <clears throat> and the reason why it's so fresh in my mind is because of Bible in the Year podcast. <laughs> um, the Book of Job, if you haven't read it, please do, or listen to Bible in Your Year podcast. There is a very big quote that has always stuck with me. The Lord gives and takes away. This is Job who had everything and anything in the world. Basically, he was very blessed. But the Lord and he said, The Lord gives and th- takes away, but I still give thanks to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, not the exact Bible verse by the way. But blessed in the that saying, Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that's something we need to think of too, because the Lord gives and takes away. If we were to lose our jobs, would that mean we lose our identity? At the end of the day, we all we always have to remember that we live for Christ and we will always have our faith despite everything else in this world. And lastly, um, I want to lead to our ending prayer by first giving this quote from St. Mother Teresa. And this was actually written to me. Kayan gave this quote, um, this quote. She wrote this quote for me and put it in one of the gifts she gave me for my birthday, I think back when we were in college. Yeah. So it goes like this. Mm. God will not ask how many books you have read, how many miracles you have worked. He will ask you if you have done your best for the love of Him. Can you in all sincerity say, I have done my best? Even if the best is failure, it must be our best, our utmost. You may be exhausted, you may even kill yourself, but unless your work is interwoven with love, it is useless. To work without love is slavery. St. Mother Teresa that's tough. <laughs> yeah. I
0: needed that reminder.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's it's just a beautiful reminder of don't put your worth into worldly things. There, it's just empty.
0: It all passes away.
1: Yeah, so um, just thank you for listening to today's episode. Absolutely, just beautiful conversations. Shout out to the Holy Spirit for. Um, just inspiring these talks and we hope that you guys were inspired or learn something about yourself uh, and learn something about us today um, And we just we're praying for you guys throughout this year remind yourselves that you know um, Your worth is in the love that you put towards Christ and the lo- the love that Christ has for us He loves us all the same. It's a matter of how much we love him um, mm-hmm. And uh, let's just wrap it up in prayer in the name of the Patris and Santo. Amen, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with, with thee. thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary Mother of God, pray for, for us sinners now at the, the hour of our, our death. death. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Patricio, the Spiritu Santo. Amen. Patricio Amen. Patricio yeah. Yeah.